everyone, this is Tim with Online Big Blue, bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. Oh, July 1st. Getting closer and closer to training camp. I think, what, training camp's 27th, 28th? I'm not sure if they're going to allow people to come out to training camp. I'm kind of curious about that and kind of see what happens there. Um, you got to hope they will. I, I think there'll probably be some different protocols, but you got to hope that uh, that maybe for the safety of the players, they'll, they'll limit training camp, uh, you know, the access because you never know. But you know what? I laugh because I call this the silly season. And CBS Sports is at it again. He borders on silliness. CBS Sports ranks Joe Judge amongst NFL's worst coaches. He borders on silliness. Now, of course, this is a different guy. This is, um, who is this guy this year who's saying this? This is uh, Cody Benjamin of CBS Sports. He recently compiled his own ranking of the coaches like Doherty did, and Joe Judge ranks among the worst. Also like Doherty, he views Joe Judge as an act. He is ranked 26, second with the Giants. He's second season with the Giants, 6-10. And, and Cody Benjamin writes, Sometimes his nonsense, tough guy act borders on silliness. Like when he condemned the Eagles for refusing to get his own team in the playoffs. But the dis- disciplinary spunk had the Giants or had the G-Men flashing surprise confidence throughout 2020. The question is whether he's got what it takes to shepherd the offensive growth with either Daniel Jones at quarterback or someone else. I always said this. I always think there is a media bias against the Giants, especially from places like CBS Sports, uh, ESPN as well. And, and I think it's interesting um, the the perspective they uh, they take on the Giants in reference to their coaching staff, their players. I, I'm not saying some of the things he is saying is wrong, but I will say that there. And I mentioned this a million times. What you hear in the New York market and what the fans think is in a bubble. If you go outside the market and speak to actual NFL personnel, which I have done and actually which I did this morning because I was curious about this, they will tell you they are not as high on Joe Judge as the market is in New York in the giant bubble. It's it's kind of interesting because there, there seems to be a disconnect between the guys in the national media and guys in the NFL and what you read in New York and basically everyone else with the Giants. And I've said it before, and I'm not bashing Joe Judge because I don't know if he's a good coach. I don't know if he's going to be a bad coach. I, I don't know if 6-10 and 10 was his peak and he's going to go 3-14. and 14. I don't know. I don't know if Daniel Jones is going to match right into the, into the best coach there is. But I've even said this before. It's a tough guy act. And I'm not even going to get into it again, but it's the whole thing about rolling in the mud, getting the ball. He's just he's psychologically trying to show his guys, I'm just one of the guys. And I said it before, I love it. Dalvin Tomlinson has the hose, and when Joe is going after the ball, Dalvin is supposed to wet the ball or the area around him. He's shooting Joe Judge in the face. Watch the video. You can't, you know, I mean, it's and it's interesting that then Dalvin Tomlinson is not here. This act only lasts so long if you don't produce. Ask Greg Schiano. Ask Les Steckel. It's just the way it is. You, you can't be this tough guy, this tough guy persona. And I, I do have to agree with the sports writer or this guy, whatever his name is. You can't have this tough guy act and not get your own team in the playoffs by being six and ten. 
and then come out and say silly stuff like, well, Daniel Jones wasn't healthy and any other player wouldn't play, wouldn't have played. If that was the case, I didn't want Daniel Jones on the field then. Think about that. Think about the stupidity of that comment. If Daniel, any other player, 98% of the players wouldn't have suited up, Daniel Jones did. So you're not putting the best option on the field to win. You are making an excuse for your team. You are making an excuse for Daniel Jones. You are making an excuse for yourself because I agree 100%. A 6-10 and 10 team does not belong in the playoffs. Win the games you need to win, and then you do not need to have to worry about Philadelphia beating another team at the last game of the season. The Philadelphia Eagles did not cost the Giants the playoffs. We cost ourselves the playoffs. We didn't win the games we needed to win. We didn't win the Arizona game. We weren't even close in the Baltimore game. We lost, we blew the Tampa game. There were so many different games we could have potentially have won and maybe have gotten the playoffs, but I'm not going to put my playoff hopes on another team and then blame that other team when we don't finish what we need to start, what we start. You finish what you start, and we didn't do that last year. And you know what? This is just being blunt. Now, you have to hope that Daniel Jones maturates under Joe Judge. You have to hope that the offense turns around under Jason Garrett. But I'm not going to sit there and, and sit there and say, you know what, there weren't mistakes made by the coaching staff and there weren't mistakes made by Joe Judge. Timeout and timeout management and time management is something that Dan, excuse me, Dan, uh, Joe Judge needs to go back and work on. And, 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 this, and the silly thing, every game, Every game of trying to draw the team off sides on fourth down, it didn't work once. It reminds me of the Kevin Gilbright. Don't run the draw. Don't run. He ran the draw. You got to stop the Harry High School stuff. And I've said that before. Some of this is Harry High School stuff. And you know what? You will, If you do not win, you will get tuned out after a period of time. I also have to love the fact that Tiki Barber... Who who, who kind of who came out and said that uh, that Joe Judge he, he uh, I mean Joe Judge he sees a lot of Tom Coughlin in him he sees Tom he sees Joe I'll rephrase it NFL Giants legend says see shades of Tom Coughlin and Joe Judge he played with him mean, he was very successful and blow has a chance to be successful and I love it because Tiki Barger, Barber was the guy that blasted Coughlin. And now all of a sudden he's saying, well, I, I think the biggest similarities between the two is the attention to detail. Wow. Uh, let's see. And the importance of being precise, which they showcase. They both are straight shooters. And at the end of the day, you don't mind being coached hard. You appreciate that what's being what they bring. Really, Tiki? You appreciate what they bring? You bashed Tom during your last season. You bashed Tom in the media. While you were, while you just left the team, and they went on to win a Super Bowl without you, your mindset and reference to comparing Tom Coughlin and Joe Judge does not play well. If you go back and look at history, this is not revisionistic history. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> you hated Tom Coughlin. You hated playing for him. To the point that even Strahan kind of reiterated some of the things that you were saying in the press in 2007 and helped Tom Coughlin mellow. But you can't tell me you enjoyed playing for Tom Coughlin because in the last couple of years you said you didn't. You are just trying to get back. You, I had more respect for you, Tiki, when you went out that first year 
and you were the analyst and you spoke to your mind and you spoke the truth. All you're doing is backpedaling. That's all you're doing. You're backpedaling. You are trying to stay in the good graces of the New York Giants and the New York Giants media. I like when people are honest. And that's what this show is. We are honest. I am honest to a fault. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat things. I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, so you have certain players are going to be the greatest players. They're going to have these renaissance seasons. No, you have to look at things from a perspective of honesty. And I tell people, if you don't like it, go listen to someone else. Because I'm going to sit there and I'm going to tell you the truth. And here are the two truths. Tiki Barber's a liar. Tiki Barber came out and said that he didn't like Tom Coughlin. Came out and said he hated playing for Tom Coughlin. He said that Tom Coughlin at certain points in time was an act. Joe Judge, if he doesn't win in season two and he regresses, there's going to be a lot of problems in New York. And he has to tone down his persona. You can have a big persona when you win. Crash David Davis said it to Nuke Lelouch. He basically showed him his shoes, his shower shoes, and said, you have fungus on your shower shoes. You win 20 games in the show, you keep the fungus, and you'll be unique. For right now, you're just a slob. And that's the thing. You can do anything you want to do when you win. And that's what we need to do, and that's what we have to hope that Joe Judge does, that he figures it out, he turns the corner, we go from 6-10 and ten to hopefully maybe winning 9-10 to ten games. I still have us winning about 7-8, to eight, and so does Vegas. But these are the things that we need to look at as fans. We need to be honest. I think Joe Judge, will Joe Judge be a good head coach? I don't know. I, I, I love Everyone loves Bob McAdoo. You know, after that first season, look what happened with that. You don't know. You're rolling the dice. Just like franchise quarterbacks, head coaches, you are going to miss more than you are going to hit. We are just lucky that we had people like Bill Car- Parcells, Ali Sherman, and Tom Coughlin. And again, this is Tim with Online Big Blue, bringing you the best of New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. And as always, if you can like, if you can subscribe, if you're going to play anything, that means that'd be awesome.